Savage. What's going on, Savages? Welcome to episode 16 of the Savage Snowflake podcast with me, Jeff Leach. Good to have you back. Thanks, guys, for listening and showing your continued support. Uh, remember, you can check out all the previous episodes at soundcloud.com slash Savage Snowflake. I'm sure you already know that because you're listening to this one. Um, first of all, shout out to brand new Patreon, Christina Costello. Thank you very much for becoming a Savage officially. If you guys want to support the podcast, uh, I do rely on the uh, little bits of donations and whatnot. You can do as little as $1 a month. Just head to Patreon. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Savage Snowflake Podcast. And you can find details of how to support the podcast there. Also, shout out to our sponsor, Boundless Technology. They strive to advance in the cannabis industry by creating innovative products with portability and stealth in mind, aiming to deliver an affordable, efficient, and straightforward experience for the consumer. Boundless offers an alternative to the traditional joint or water pipe. Enjoy those tastes, smells, and effects of cannabis at lower vaporization temperatures with Boundless Technology products. Use coupon code SAVAGE for 10% off all of their wonderful products at bndlstech.com. That's Boundless, bndlstech.com. And check them out on social media at bndlstech. All right, our guest today, um, this, is, this is part two. This is part two of a podcast, really. Um, to listen to part one, um, you have to head over to this gentleman's website or go and check out his SoundCloud link, I guess, for the for the podcast. The FBI has put a lock on it. So have it, they? It will be open in a matter of hours, I'm sure. Well, first of all, like welcome to the podcast. Yeah, is man. my guest today, who is a comedian, mm. writer, and also actor, about to star in his own um, in his own serial killer movie soon. Yeah. As well. we'll talk about that a little bit. But totally. Mr. Jason Rouse. Hey, man. Hey, how are you? We, we've done our coughing. We smoked some sativa. We're with my boundless CF seven ten as well. They just sent me a new one because because um, because uh, you know they're nice like that. It's cool. It's all right. It's a good little bit of kit. But it's um, an espresso. It's of, of uh, joints. It looks. It does look a little bit like an Italian, like an Italian design. Oh yeah, sleek and. Black I like and the fact that like. it it doesn't look like a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those things are it looks more like a vibrator, actually, doesn't it? Or um, like a very or some part of a, a bit of kit that could be involved in terrorist activities. I or think. a microphone handle. It looks a like microphone. a microphone yeah, handle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microphone handle. Yeah. Yeah, it could be like a little pointer mic. Oh, what we're trying to tell you is the weed is working. That's why we're <laughs> oogling over a fucking some sort of distribution device to give you weed. Yeah, and easy like, for you to say, can Jason. Can I get it all in at once? <laughs> So this is part two because um, during the week, on Wednesday yeah. of this week, I went over to Jason's house and recorded an episode of his podcast. Mm-hmm. Jason Rouse's uh, Safe Word. There you go. Uh, I had a friend that was sitting in the room. He said it was hilarious. He but, enjoyed it. Yeah. And I think other people were enjoying it. Yeah. yeah but it was, it was really fun. And, mm-hmm. um, and I feel like if you're listening to this right now, pause it. Go to Jason's podcast, yeah. Safe Word. Watch, uh, listen to that episode, mm-hmm. and then come back and listen to this episode because I want it to be a continuation of the conversation. I think it's we had. very bookended, right? I think we both yeah. know when to get off and get back on yeah. this. So, uh, yeah, because we've known each other for a number of years, probably established how we know each other. Well, we said that. I mean, we said that previously. Yeah. You know, we talked a lot in your podcast about how we met at Download Festival, performing yeah. stand up there, which is like a metal and rock festival. Yeah, I moved to England, and that's where we met. Yeah, which is it seems to be a bit of a migration. A lot of comedian comics, uh, Canadian comics, do to yeah. go to the UK rather than to America straight away. I think early, you know, Jim Carrey, Harlem Williams, 
And then after that, it was like maybe Jeremy Hotz and a couple other Canadians um, around that time. But there was like a 10-year gap where everybody went to the UK. Is it because you still have the Queen? She still like recognizes within Canada, isn't she? As like, yeah, I think, as, you, you know, know the, my grandparents. The regency of the country or from something. From the UK, so. She's well, still on your money, right? Yeah. All yeah. of it. All, uh, the whole family. We got the them whole all. Family. We got we them got all. There was always plates at the house, you know, with uh, yeah? um, Princess Di and things. And my grandfather would go and bring back um, rock candy and things. So okay. the, uh, the, by immigration, I was very vaguely familiar with a little kind of keyhole that I looked through at British culture. So when I moved how are there... We, how are we perceived in Canada, do you think, like Brits? It's cool. They, you know, the there's no... When you see the queen on the money, there's nobody like... It's always like trashy people or like, fuck the queen or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't... I can see the, the political um, migration of this whole thing and being part of the Commonwealth and being an a independent country and so on and so forth. But yeah. I just don't uh, uh, really acknowledge the global politics of it. But the fact that there's something... Um, like a weird nostalgia of about the royal family and the this is OG because we don't give a huge amount of a fuck in England. I don't think the majority no, of people you are do, a bit like, you do, you but they do. do. I just yeah, I'm not a, one of them. It's a British thing to say fuck you because you got a fence. Yeah, maybe, but you would cry and you'd cry when the Queen dies. Are you kidding me? Oh, oh, <laughs> oh the whole country is going to stand. Still. It's everybody's great grandma. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, when the Queen dies, it will be a Big Holy thing. shit! Yeah, that's gonna shit. be that's gonna be huge. Queen that's Mother, you know, there was there was a bit of uh, sadness. Oh, most definitely. But like, I'm not. I'm of the people that I don't go up to the Buckingham Palace parade, you know, and and wave a flag when it's whatever what Queen's fucking birthday or what's in the basement of that castle. Oh, it's fuck dungeon, hundred percent. No, oh, that's where they started two hundred years ago. Yeah, this is a hole in the ground. We can fuck in it. What is gone? Well, there's definitely going to be a bombshell. Some kind of, some kind of. Oh sure, and some they, kind and of it's high end. From like sticks against the wall till like six Didn't feet of concrete. Princess Diana used to creep out when she was married to Philip, and she was fucking, you know, quite a number of different people. Apparently, oh, God. she used to creep out using secret tunnels of underneath course. the They've thing. They've been doing it for hundreds under. of years. They're all, yeah. How many stories have you seen or read as a child? I'd love to have a little run around it, down it there. Wouldn't the, it be good? But the consequence, because you're not going through, <laughs> no, 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 like, let's just check for a minute. Like, look at what you had for punishment. The tools that were available at that time are in museums. Well, they used people to, yeah, look at them hang, and go, drawn, and, oh, hang drawn and quartered oh, and yeah. fucking Stretched. crucified and Not stretched. Not to mention and... the guy who beats everybody fucks them first. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> best, so, best job ever oh, uh, and your buddy's there there's no he gets he gets dinner and a dance he's no really he's going all out hand up and saying hey man can i get human resources in here yeah this guy is, but this is i mean we're talking about guy forks you know and like back in the old 1600s and stuff of course they used to pull people down there and chop them into pieces and feed them to themselves and all sorts but nowadays they can't get away with that shit right no, yeah, you, don't, you, don't reckon, you don't reckon there's human conditions always going to keep a steady s- supply of like nihilistic serial killers, and the worst of the worst will always be there. People will just find other ways to put it in, and put picture that psychology with unamounts of like fortune and secrecy. The horrors. I don't know if it's because you're really high or if I'm really high, <laughs> but I just. 
I couldn't. I couldn't understand ninety percent of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> I was no, watching no. you say words, yeah. and, and well, not, like none guys, of it was hitting you me. I didn't pick it the most busiest uh, backdrop. Like there's, a, it's like a checkerboard. So now I'm like playing Connect Four behind you. There you go. Heads. Um, this is like my little sound booth that I've built. The 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 point was is that there it. it People get caught once in a while and doing a some of, of this weird, yeah, crazy look at that shit. Fritzel. You know, like, Fritzel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With his fucking, yeah, Joseph Fritzel with the old basement. And he was. Can you imagine? Didn't, wasn't it his, excuse me, daughter was who was locked in the basement. And he, his yeah, wife was upstairs. Then his yeah. daughter was downstairs. His wife and she, didn't know. she had a. She knew. Oh, of course. She knew. And then the, the daughter had a, he had a daughter that was obviously his own grandchild made by his own daughter. Yeah, it was really fucked up. See, when you take everybody's environment away from them, they're subjected to your politics. And if he should have just done it like Woody Allen, just like just lived it, lived it, it out, just married but the daughter. But was it Eastern European? What was where's Fritzl from? Oh yeah, he was Austrian. Austrian. Yeah, who were notoriously chill people. Yeah, maybe that's why his wife <laughs> was cool with it. Yeah, she's, she's like, like, you know what? You know, everyone has something. He was going to get a Harley, and I said no. Exactly. And then he whined, and he was like, can I fuck the kids? And she was like, oh, uh, in the basement, please. He redid the basement and turned uh, it into a one-bed apartment, so actually the property value has gone way up. The, have you seen the pictures? I mean, it was quite nice down there. It looked scary. It looked nicer than my fucking apartment. <sighs> no, I thought it was like all two-by-fours. Plus, she shit. wasn't paying any rent. Yeah, I know you're defending this. <laughs> I'm not. Joseph Fritzl was 100% a horrendous piece of piece of work. Yeah. Did he get killed or did he just he got, he got caught arrested. and that's it and rested? I don't. Who has the time? That is a that is a 24/7 project. I don't what, know what is a it, like master psychopath, control. sociopath. Yeah, probably. To, to imprison somebody like that and take everything that is you create literally a world for them. That you've literally just stripped them of all facet of humanity. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, it's like, ah, my dad again. Yeah, that's terrible. <laughs> I'm surprised she didn't kill herself. Well, but she probably didn't know. She she was there from a child, right? I think she had no points of reference very quickly, so there was no kind of looking out the window and seeing the birds. Everything was kind of in. The, it's kind of like Biodome with Polly Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But except your dad fucks you. <laughs> so so. So, <laughs> yeah, you can. Uh, yeah, it's like growing up in a vault. I play a lot of video games, and you know, like um, Fallout. Love well, that video franchise. Video games is like self-induced imprisonment. Uh, is it imprisonment? I well, think it's when, an escapism. You... It's an escapism, not an imprisonment. You, you get locked into a world that you place yourself into. But for me, I always found it a massive sense of escapism. A bit, well, I, I, we'll but talk about video games in one second. What I really wanted to ask you about was because you're, you mentioned serial, serial killers and that mindset of how those people are. You're going to be playing a serial killer in a movie. That's why it's in my head. I've been mulling over different uh, characteristics. Are you scared? Because I don't know about kill you. Somebody? Not ki- maybe kill someone, but you're going to have to start putting yourself mentally into a place of Someone who is like that. Someone who is. I'll just drink a bottle of whiskey. I'll be right on top form. <laughs> <laughs> Back to where you'll start. No, yeah. no. But I'm serious. It's like, not, no, I'm not scared because I've I've conditioned myself in a, a weird way. To, you're not going method on this one. I, I have hope. to. I have to because I don't have any structure. In, I mean, that would involve in murdering people. Whatever gets you hard, Jack. <laughs> 
Um, but there's ways that you can create oh, this. That's why my stand-up is so piercing is because when I'm saying these terrible things in in kind of a being in a, a in semi-digestible way that I can uh, get away with it in sure. some form. There's a kind of there's a stage and a light when I say something I really mean it in that moment. Right. And then I have to dig myself out of that hole. <laughs> for yourself or for the audience, do you think? To still be likable to an audience or because you yourself oh, are totally. going, you know what? I said that not every part of me. Because jokes should have truth in them. I, I, and so there's some truth in, like you say, in what you're saying in that moment. But it's not necessarily an ethical or moral standpoint you live every day by, you know. I, um, it would be nice to fuck your I, dead grandma. It's not something you actually want to go and do. no. If I, I used to bring some baggage, you know, if you have some, your day. I had Mexican food. I'm so sorry. You, it smells like someone burned down a gay bar every time you burn. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, is that what gay bars smell like? Mexican food, sativa. No, oil. it just smells like like somebody threw a ladle of trucker cum onto a like a hot element. See, you like saying the worst thing that's in your head, right? <laughs> See, that's what I mean. I, I can paint a picture very quickly. Everyone has horrendous things. I was thinking about this the other day. I was driving down the roads. I was talking to a girl, um, a friend oh, of again. mine. No, I was talking to a girl. I know. Giving it another go. I just thought, you know, I'll keep fighting against what my heart truly wants and just see if I can hook up with a lady. But I, I saw this girl um, who's a friend of mine, and we were talking a lot about um, about gender roles and inequalities and current social movements, et cetera, et cetera. And we got to a point where I was, I, uh, we, I was saying... It's. I think it's. It should be an easy sell. We talked about this on your podcast mm-hmm. during the week. It's an easy sell to not assault someone. Just don't do it. Don't be that. Don't be fucked up. Don't have that kind of design. If you do, go and seek some therapy to get over that. I don't have those desires in any way, shape, or form. But what I do have, which I think is inherently very fucking male, because it's we're, we're animals. We look. We, we look so much at the last maybe let's say like a hundred years of our behaviour. And go, this is how we have to be. Forgetting that we're, you know, what, 330,000 years old, the human race? So, I like, just think there's been a rash of shitty dads. I mean, definitely some shitty dads. I but my, my, my overarching point is that we, we're conditioned, like all animals are. We, we have this kind of genetic coding, for instance, men, to have the desire to want to procreate and like fucking get everything pregnant. Like we have an animalistic desire to want to fuck women and to want to knock them up. That's two pre like two things that are built into our genetic code <laughs> as gross generalizations. But what? To- so when I walked down the street, I was in the car with her, and I said, "Look, for instance, I said to my friend, I went, now it doesn't make any bad behavior correct or right or morally or ethically okay in any way, shape, or form. I'm not, not good. I'm not, did you pull I'm your not, dick on a I'm date not, again? No, I'm just, no, I did not. <laughs> I never do. But here's the, I do. I don't. I, I let them pull it. I out. was the guy who got the whole two me thing. They they got it the wrong way. It. They just licked it. But here's here's the thing: is I was looking at, at I was with my friend. I said, for instance, look, there's a girl walking up ahead on the road, side of the road, and she's sexy. Like you could see, she's wearing some lycra, some cream lycra workout pants, and a Santa Monica Boulevard. She's, I hear you. No, he was like on the way to the gym actually. But anyway, I was talking to my buddy, and I go, like, look, look at that girl. I said, I don't know that girl. I don't know what she's like as a person. I don't know. I know though, however, in my body, there's a part of my fucking body my my animal uh, nature versus nurture it's the, it's the nature of me there's a part of me going oh my god you should definitely currently be having sex with that creature and when you finish come all up inside of her and then you and then why. you'll make more of you however my brain goes well i would never just 
rat, like go up to a complete stranger and start having sex with them. That's assault. You know what I mean? I would never do those things. I'd have to get to know the person to know if I really did want to have sex with them. Is it worth that? So I have all of those human elements. But there's still in everyone, male or female, there's still a little program part of you that is just, all right, you need to fucking eat shit and fuck. That's what you need to do. And for women, a lot of it might be... You know, all right, create create more versions of yourself. Create babies and nurture those babies. These are things yeah, that are I think those are coded a, into a us. kind of uh, old-fashioned ideas about sexuality and gender. I don't know what you've seen over the last 10 years, but the lines are becoming more like Facebook groups. Sure, sure. Everybody has their area that they kind of function in, and it's very split and very segregated and very... Um, militant in some cases. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some, you know. Oh, you have to be as polar, polarized as possible these days. It's, it, it's yeah. all about polarizing different opinions, you know. But um, I even forget what your original question was. Well, my point was going to be about the fact that you said um, you said we all have these. Like when you say things on stage, mm. the most horrendous or shocking or you know, that's a lot of your comedy is very is very provocative. Sure. And you said in the moment. You're believing what you're saying. You are in belief well, of what you're the, saying. The place and I'm saying everyone has these bad thoughts. Every guy yeah. walks down the road, sees a hot girl, and goes, "I should fuck her." Every girl walks down the Look road, it. maybe, and sees another chick and goes, "I'll oh, fuck that bitch." Like we have thoughts that are not good. Look at any war or uh, uh, catastrophe of any nature, tornado, floodings, and see how mm-hmm. people respond. That's that's what you're gonna get. Yeah, human goes, instinct. Human it, instinct. It goes. There's a lot. Some people will hold up a camp on a roof to protect their businesses, and other people will are go looting people, and slaughter you know. people in the streets. While the so it goes caveman in a hurry, and politics and religion and all the bullshit falls by the wayside, and it is a eat fuck yeah mentality very quick. You just gotta hope you have some friends around. For who who again. who would you be in uh in be completely honest with what you think. Who would, would you be in, in the in the crisis? Who would you cannibals? Be? <laughs> you'd be I a, do cannibals. You'd be a cannibal. Would you? I've always eat, wanted to eat a like some Russian model or something like barbecue. Honestly, you've wanted to eat a human. I've thought about it. I just I think about Every, the I think everyone's leg. thought about that. <laughs> I don't want to do it, but there is a part. Of me. If someone said to me, "Hey, listen, look, there was this guy on death row. His final wish was that a bit of his fucking thigh would be shipped off to various Come people to stop. try." And um, and it's all right. There's no there's no moral ethical dilemma here. It's just a piece of meat, and he wanted you to try human meat. I would hundred percent go fuck it. Let's cook up the little bit of meat. Let me just see what it tastes could like. I want to know what it tastes like. Could you go like? But I'm not. I don't I think don't I'd be know. a cannibal in a in a. You chew through the stripper's forehead while you're inside of her. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a zombie movie. No, I don't know what you mean. Because no one should know what you mean. (laughs) I'm I'm off. I'm off topic. This is what I'm saying. When you Uh, do comedy like this, this is what your comedy is. You guys need to see my face. People just think this is weird now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because it is. But here's the thing. Here's the point. You do this in your comedy a lot. You you, you take people to that darkest place. And when you say part of you, when you're doing that, is being honest. I'm, I'm in that place. I'm thinking that thing. Do you think people relate to your comedy because they go, I have these really fucked up thoughts as well. I don't have the confidence to publicly say them for the purpose of comedy. I don't have... Yeah, they just, it, they'd be able to execute horrific subject matter in a public place. When you're in an office space or a job, and especially now, I, I think I was talking about it last night on stage, I'm like people who have regular jobs and 
how do you function in that environment now? Yeah. It must be very unnerving. Very tiring. And as if well, you got you have any to constantly keep up appearances. Asperger's or, or any kind of moderate mental illness and you're barely holding on to society and now you've got like angry cunts leaning over to you in all forms and I'm not speaking no, 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 specifically left yeah. and right. It's all a shit show and it, all it is is a plea for attention. And that's this is uh, the result of easy living for a long time you start to produce this yeah careful what you wish for well because we haven't had any wars or anything for a while have we? No. not not ones that we've had yeah. to be actually physically caught up I in unless you served you know when i first moved to london and craig campbell took gave me the 50 cent tour and showed me along the thames where the nazis had dropped bombs and just made a little dispersions. vagina out of um blue tack Oh, is that what it is? Look at it. It's, like it's got a little clip you know and I think they do a lot of that in prisons and stuff. They use masking tape and toilet rolls and things like that. Actually, you get, a hot, you get a wet flannel. Like You make a hot... You wet a flannel in hot water, mm-hmm. um, soak it in it. Then you put that... A plastic bag. Wrap it in a plastic bag. Then you put Vaseline in the middle of the plastic bag and then you roll it up tight and stick it between the mattress and the frame of the beds and you fuck the Vaseline hole with uh, the warm towel in the plastic bag. weird. What we do in prison is we just cut a hole in a guy's back with a knife. Oh, and my God. Fuck behind the shoulder blade. Yeah. So when he's trying to reach back to fight the dicks away from his face, that you got a good pinch in behind the, uh, what is it, like a scapula? Yeah, good yeah. old, yeah. It's nothing, nothing, like the, it. nothing like the feeling of a warm, sensual Try and scapula. Push a, a hard dick through the other side of the armpit. Oh, my God. And then we kissed. This is the... <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Well, I'm glad it ended in a romantic manner. Yeah. It was all right. There was a there was a romantic ending. It was a forehead kiss, but I it did feel a little special when it. Have happened. you ever said something on stage and then afterwards just gone? You know yeah, what? Yeah, that was too far. That was too I much. I didn't even water know. once. I think it, a jongleurs. I think Nottingham. Okay. Jongleurs. So this is over in the UK. But I did in the bomb north in of the UK. It was I think one of the maybe two maybe a couple of gigs that had been fired from in like. 20 years yeah and one of them was there and I think that even earlier that week uh, there was a lady there that was just fat in the midsection like bulbous fat yeah pregnant fat yeah and I addressed it oh I was kind of leading into not wanting children but I did have kind of a parasite myself that turned out to be a worm that I regret getting rid of and having angst over this lost child more or less right yeah mourning the loss of a miscarriage I was describing and I had this woman and it was right at the beginning I just put it right in the shitter I think it was headlining and she goes I, I you how long are you pregnant and she goes I'm not pregnant I go oh so you're just fat and the room the bottom just dropped out <laughs> And I was like, oh, I should have been a little more. I was coming off some heat from ex- euphoria from other gigs. And, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I could you thought throw you were imp- impervious to. Yeah, uh, you, I got full of piss and vinegar and reality showed up and I bombed. Yeah. And I think it might even have gotten me partly fired from the weekend of the club. Really? Yeah, I had another incident with the uh, but with a new manager seeing me for the first time and new to show you've been and the first thing you a- do is just call a woman fat yeah 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 <laughs> but also here's the thing I would have laughed because I the point is you her. genuinely thought she was pregnant and then it turns out she's not she's just got a huge belly because she's fat my health fat. isn't her concern like I don't care that she's fat yeah but that's you're pointing out something that's 
like honest like you're not you're not saying like, i try to be mocking, the moment but... i try to be present i was too present and too honest yeah it's not it's not and nice that to be was called it. Fat, though, i, I, guess, I didn't endear them enough to allow myself i'm sure i would have had some <clears throat> down the road in the set and i formulated something a little more strategic than throwing a dead cat into a room full of people having dinner because <laughs> that's it just clunk like, there it is you've had some tankers yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah have you ever been booed no, never been booed. I've, I've never been. been I've never been, been booed. booed by women. I've had. I've it's had rude. like. In fact, I've had like just. I've never had people go. Ooh. I've had people hecklers who were just drunk dicks. Oh, since yeah, I yeah. started, I've definitely had Camden just gigs Jongler's where I played to predominantly silence when I first. You know, when I first started, and then I've had a couple of shows as now as like a professional comic where. I've definitely just been in a really bad place, yeah. or not for years now, not for years actually, but I don't know within the last three or four years okay. where I just was in a bad place, probably drinking too much, probably very self-loathing, very sure. bad, and then took it out in the audience and they rightfully just went, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> we no. came out to laugh and we came out to have a good time. Yeah. You're just putting all your shit onto us and that's not right. And just played to, yeah, just not, not a good response and had to get out there quickly. Yeah, it's a weird one. I. Uh... It's good to bomb though every now and then. Oh yeah, I don't mind. Reminds you, no, but it reminds you that you're fucking not impervious to a shit gig. Makes you up your game. Makes you reevaluate the way you do it. It's like someone going into work and getting a uh, their boss calls them in for a quarterly update on how their performance is and go, hey man, you've really been slacking for a month. You're like, all right, shit, that sucks. I don't want to feel like that. But at the same point, it means the next time you can go out, you really above and beyond. You know, you turn it's, out. It's a graph. It goes up and down. You know, this whole business is a is a definitely like a pirate's life yeah you know, it's the highs and lows of the gigs you're doing a, sh- a show at an open mic in a laundromat in downtown los angeles and then you're showcasing for the uh, tonight show or whatever yeah. it may be so there's a there's a lot of um peaks and valleys for sure yeah it's fine do you ever think about what you would have done if you weren't a comic stained glass yeah Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't tell if you're joking now or not. Yeah, yeah. Because I feel like that is something you actually could be into. I'm 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 gonna do some stained glass. I did some in school a little bit and um I like the simplicity of it. I'm not very good at it and I know I'd have to log some hours and get a proper setup, but I can't I still can't tell if you're taking the piss out of me or not. No, no, I'm serious. Deadly serious. Yeah, I don't think I've ever discussed this in public. This okay. Is, yeah, I I'm in the stained glass. This is an exclusive. Yeah, I love stained glass. Stained and, uh, glass exclusive. I can see you making like stained glass um, scenes, mm. but instead of them, because they quite look quite like a religious iconography, don't they? As soon as you see a stained love, glass in any kind visit, of freezer or scene. Look at my Instagram. It's like a church, you know. I go to so many uh, Viking graves to church, old churches and stuff. I love the architecture. And, yeah. And always the stained glass in some of the churches you like. That glass has seen wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember... And, and survived. In Ghent, in Belgium, there was a, a church that they have been redoing there. And uh, they were like, oh yeah, this thing's been bombed like 10 times over 300 yeah, years yeah, yeah. or something like that. And the whole back's in. But the front piece is like pristine. It's phenomenal. Yeah. Like some... People have no idea. People, like, I think that people have lost uh, passion for that kind of 
art. Well, everything's very flippant. I think this is the the. Uh, I'd love to do blacksmithing, dude. Yeah, you know. You could That's do stained glass. Setup. I could do blacksmithing. I'll make these iron fucking That's girders like the and window things. Gayest reality show <laughs> ever. <laughs> it's what Birdcage with Robin Williams, except one guy's a blacksmith, yeah. the other guy's the stained glass. Yeah. I quite like that. It's a I think life people would actually watch that. I think that'd be a really good life for us. Can you imagine? We just both Fuck, gave up comedy. Just give up pussy and just, and just dead eye it. And I'll just like. This is monotonous. Like, we just have a Etsy store. We have a Etsy store, and we call ourselves. We call ourselves. Um, oh no, no! Uh, People got to come out to our Sheen farm. Sheen and Shine. Sheen and Shine. Sheen, Sheen, Sheen and, and Shine. Shine. And it's like, or, or like, or, or metal and glass. Yeah, my and all the stained glass is all like, um, uh, um, just like gay narrative. porn. No, no, just no, no, stills no. from gay just porn Just terrible films. scenes from various parts of my life that I force people <laughs> to tell, tell the story of the, the stained glass is here <laughs> with, with this burn on my hand. Nah, we don't want that anymore. This was the first time my dad told me he was never going to be proud of me. Yeah. As you can see, I'm a teenager. I wrote the cigar joke over this one. <laughs> yeah, I, I love the idea. I, I love that idea. Stained glass is Scenes deep. from your life. Yeah, in a, in a uh, what's it, diatribe? Not, what um, that? No, uh, a, uh, a diorama. Diorama. Yeah. Or pop-up books, but probably... Um, stained glass, stained way glass cooler, yeah. School. And I'll be a blacksmith. I'll make, what like, did you shit. do in school? Because I went to, I think I went to a very different school than you. Um, I just went to like a, you know, like a... Like a regular public school. Did you have well, uniform? I went to a private school, actually. Oh, okay. Both, I, got, um, you, I was very intelligent, Jason, back in the day. Sure. And I've lost it since. You know, drugs and alcohol has killed that. But, mm. but I got like scholarships. So we got 50% off the fees. What were these academic scholarships? Yeah. So For like, what... Uh, I just, if yeah. you do the examination, if you come in the top 1%, then you are offered a scholarship. And do they, so they give, give you, you some of the money off the school fees? Do they give you a kind of like what's the uh, the American equivalent to find out where your intelligence level is at? Those an t- IQ test, yeah. Yeah. Like is it? Do they give you more a mathematical? I'm not, I'm, English? I can't remember. Actually, it was really? quite long away. Yeah, I know I did Mensa and I got very high in that, and then I I did some Mensa examinations and then I whatever it was, but it was just the school examination. I just came out like right up there, so they were like fifty percent off. But my point being, we learned, we did like woodworking, you yeah. know, and things like that. And we had like CDT, it was called Craft Design and Technology. And I fucking loved that. It was all like drills and, yeah. you know, homework. Uh, uh, what's called woodwork? No, man, um, man, man work. It's a what do you blacksmith. Call, thing, what do you right? call it out here in America? What's that class called? Like a carpenter. It's, it's kind of a bit of home, econ- not home economics, it's uh, not food, but it's, it's kind of a bit of like a bit of everything, a bit of woodworking, a bit of metal work, a bit of, you know, screws and bolts and electri- electrical uh, shit. Like a handyman? No, but there's a, there's a class. There's like a class at school for like oh, if you go to a high school. I don't know. My school was all that shit. It was okay. like a woman's prison. So, well, we did it, that, and then everything else was just normal history and French. And, yeah, you know. But you had to wear a uniform. Had to wear a uniform, mate. Yeah. I had to go through three Catholic school, four Catholic school districts on a public bus to go to my hellish high school. You know what? I've not, have you? Do you talk about your childhood? on anything have you talked about childhood on podcast yeah you have yeah because I realise I know nothing about you prior to what you are now which is you know the I do my own thing you're the bald version of me lots of big jewelry from (laughs) Great Frog and big rings and I know there's a shout out to Great Frog yeah Um, I was born in Hamilton Canada which is what was Hamilton like Hamilton's like Blade Runner okay 
So, 71. So, lots of like. I was born on New Year's artificial Eve. Artificial intelligent beings walking around. Uh, minus, oh, minus talent. Sorry. Minus talent. Oh, some brilliant, you know, Martin Shorts from my hometown. Okay. Howard Mendel spent a short time uh, in my hometown. Um, Eugene Levy. Um, a lot of uh, people that were kind of on the outside of Toronto were Mike Myers and John Candy and guys like that, the kids in the hall. Yeah. There was a, a little out, a little aftershock around that, which was Jim Carrey. I like how much noise you're making on the table. I just realized I should have told you that, that Mike will pick it all up. Oh, uh, believe it. This is for <laughs> this theater is, of the mind. This is like an ASMR stream now. Just Yeah. It's a... Um, I'm sorry for your flow off. No, Carry no, no, no. So, uh, so there's, there's been there's there's some there's some fucking talent come from the town. From the town, but it's very uh, under pressure. Okay, that's the thing. It's very very. Well, if you're few an entertainer from out. Hamilton, you have to. There's no entertainer. Yeah, entertainer from Hamilton. Do you oh, want okay. to be exiled? If you spoke, if you tried to practice your French, yeah, like, no, nah, there's no way you get in trouble. <laughs> you get in trouble. You would get in trouble in Hamilton for they, that. They come over and just fucking they have a word. They come over you. and give you trouble. Yeah, oh, hey there. So they would now, kill hey. you. Uh, for, there was not a no wriggle room for anybody out, outside of like, you know. How the fuck do you, you become leave? a comedian then if you're coming from this place where? Because of Jim Carrey, when I seen, I was like, you know, hanging out at skate parks with very talented kids growing up you know no I'm good thank you my friends were all like terrorized or anarchists and fucking from all over the place from all over I spent all of my teenage years families. in fucking graveyards or at this 80s concrete skate bowl yeah. um, down called Harris Skate Park it was just a skate park that's that's all we did you know? yeah it was a quite suburbsy upbringing yeah yeah, but the the so smoking weed, drinking, fucking, and fighting—those are the things you get up to because there's not much else to do. After high school, it was like because it was just skateboard and BMX from like '85 <laughs> to the early '90s, I think. But how old are you now? Uh, almost sixty-three. <laughs> I'll be how old are you really? Forty-seven and oh, really? December, You're that old? Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that. I probably look older. I've lost like 20 pounds. Yeah. So that makes you look younger. No, it makes me look grosser. Really? Yeah. Not in LA. Surely. Oh, there you go. No, I know. John Travolta I'm flying like over. trying to lose some more weight for this role. The guy who's playing... You're quite a thin man already, Jason. I am, but I also know how much I weigh. He's a, How much do you weigh? Right now? Yeah. Uh, I think 150 pounds and I'm five of... Ten and a half, five eleven. Hundred and fifty pounds. But I'm usually like one seventy five. Yeah, that's quite yeah, you're pretty light, man. That's very light. I'm like two hundred and twenty pounds at the moment. Mm. I thought you were like six, six three. Four, six yeah. four. But um This is to be play a side we were talking about. I have serial to say I have to separate my stand up thing from this acting thing. So I wanted I had a certain amount of time. I was thinking about this actually on the way over. I have a certain amount of time. What are things that I have control over, like my body? Sure. So I want. Well, you don't to, drink any alcohol anymore, do you? No, no. And haven't done for what? Uh, year or December two? it will be three years. Amazing. I stopped on my birthday at a house party. Is that because of health? 
money because no, you're an, card. were you an asshole when no, you were drunk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. I had my bouts of fits and what have you, but it was always just out of boredom. It was just excessive drinking, just to check out for the most part. But I just know I'm myself. I wanted. I didn't want to put myself in a situation that my green card would be under any kind of uh, review for being a dick. You know what I mean? If I'd been stopped for pissing on a fucking uh, a, a, in an alleyway, and there's a school by there. Now I'm uh, this a registered sex offender. Yeah, yeah. And I don't. No, I, I, I just want to behave myself. So I have six months out of a year, and I said, "Fuck it." I'm, you know, and then I go over to. You know Scandinavia, or your tour outside of the United States, and um, now I'm living off of the income that I generate from other places because yeah. you know what kind of dollar comes through Hollywood. Like, sure, the only places you can really make a living is London and New York City. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, or you're a road act, and if you're a road act and you're subjected to the three states around your city, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's over, man. It's over. You'll be just a sour prick. And we all... Ironically, though, I'm looking for that work right now. <laughs> I know, but I know, but as... <laughs> I'm looking as for those, a, uh, those yeah, out-of-state gigs, you know? You're not trying to get rebooked in the UK. No, sure, no, no, no. So this being... Chasing... Would you like to go to Kansas City for the weekend and make, make a couple grand? Yeah. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That's why we're here. Yeah. At the at the base at the base level of you being able to do your job is you just want an opportunity. So being yeah. here, I also just want to pay my fucking rent. Yeah, that's been a thing lately. Yeah, I had um I had that audition. I told you about my audition. That's cool. Yeah, I did. I see you be you showed me pictures of what you done. Aesthetically. I showed, yeah, I showed, yeah. I haven't but showed did you, you the go film. The, did you just go there? Oh, I went out and shot. So basically, like I, some of the some of the listeners might already know this because they've been. When did you find out? Way. Let's not get into this too much because it, it's. I already terrible. found out. I already found out. It's not good. Um, <laughs> it's pretty sad. <laughs> it I, was, dude. Look at. I was so. This is this town, it. and I was thinking again. I was thinking about this a, a day or two ago that you have done all the extra stuff, and still. The fucking trajectory, it just kind of goes, it grazes. And yeah. you're just like, like motherfucker. Oh, how did that not hit? How did that see, not hit? Yeah. You see, you get a paper cut from a million dollar check across your fucking nose. <laughs> and all you're doing is going, oh, I'm fucking bleeding. I'm bleeding financially. You're killing me. That is, that is It's brutal. That was a beautiful metaphor. You create wonderful pictures with words. I do like that. That's it one of your... Is soul destroying. Because you're Absolutely. like, dude... I'm. I got to give the back- me out of helicopter. Let me give the background because a lot of the listeners won't be aware of this. It's some There's Dungeons a TV and show. Dragons bullshit. It is. There's a I t- can't stand the backstory. I love the. It's going to be real quick, mile. real quick, real quick. But I, 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 there's um, a TV show <laughs> called The Witcher, original Netflix series, based on some books that were then turned into a very successful game Witcher? franchise. The Witcher. Yeah. Does it have anything to do with witchcraft? Uh, no, sort of. I mean, there's there's witches in it, but the, the witches are these beings that. Uh, undergo a sort of a chemical and also is training. This earthly? Yeah, yeah, they're humans. It's fantasy though. There's lots of like, there's griffins and succubi and goblins okay. and ogres and shit. All right. And these witches are and this is are, net- are live hum- action. humans with special powers and yeah. abilities that they've garnered through a, 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 a kind of a ceremony and also a load of training since childhood that allows them to beat these creatures and cast kinds of magic. Last boys, but they also 
can't reproduce. They have they lose a lot of their human emotion. Blah 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 blah. So they're managing this and battling yeah. at the same time. Exactly. It's fucking dope. It's really great. I love it. Anyway, TV series comes out. I get an audition for the main character Geralt. Don't get that because it goes to. I knew I wasn't anyway. I'm not that character, but it goes to Henry Cavill, Superman. Then they say, I know which character I am. There's a character called Yaskier Dandelion, and I'm him. Literally, I'm him. Did you pitch this off the back of the first audition? So I had the first audition. Then they said they really liked the tape. You know, like my agent was like, they really enjoyed your tape. You know, they've gone with Henry Cavill on this. Like, he already said, but he said, look, there might be other stuff, so it's good to be seen by them. Then I said, look, it's this character Dandelion. So I went out and got in costume as so Dandelion. So you got to call the audition for No, it? prior to that, I knew I was hopefully going to get the sides and get to read for that character. People have no but idea what goes into this fucking This is like shit. next level. This is like next level. So I got costume, got a buddy with a really fancy camera and lavalier mic, went out, drove out to fucking Topanga, got to this national park, went up into the woods, yeah. wrote a scene and made it all up and did this fucking piece to camera. Yeah. Just so the casting directors would be like, wow, he's really good. And we have to let him read for that character when we get to it. I wanted to impress him. I wanted to go above and beyond. Then a few days later, I get an email. They want you to read for the character. Yes, get down the line. I'm like, amazing. So the tapes had a bit of an impact. And then I get the sides. And at the end of one, the second sides, you have to sing a song. There's like some lyrics and they go, just make up a tune, blah. If you play guitar or ukulele or anything, please, or lute or whatever, Feel free to play it, blah 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 blah. I'm like, well, I was don't there play. guys at the auditions of mandolins? Well, get shit? this. Well, so uh, all my all of these are uh, self tapes because the uh, cast yeah, yeah, is in yeah, England, yeah, yeah. In, in the UK. God, that's so, so I get better, this right? shit through, right? And I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. No, I like being in the room. I like being in the room. I can really, I can impress people in the room. It's harder through camera for me. Shit. And then um, I go out and I get a ukulele, and I fucking learn how to play five chords on this did. ukulele. And I made up the song and I did the fucking tapes and the tapes were amazing. My friends, we spent seven hours getting it and really running through it and getting it perfect. Sent them off and then they emailed back and they were like, my agent sent me the email and she basically said, you know, we're really so impressed by Jeff and we absolutely love him. Definitely want to get him in the series. You know, there's going to be something That's for great. him. I'm not sure. But it's just not going to be this character. But that's fine, though. I know, but it just it. it no is... one gets replies off our. Oh no, you're you right. You're right. You're right. Nobody. And not how not, did they do? Not what she they said. They never now. called. They never called. Shut yeah. up. Yeah, exactly. That's it. They yeah. never. They no. There's no. No, no. Thank I was. You. I was very happy about yeah. the feedback. I would that's have preferred great. the fucking job. But but here's the deal. Yeah. But it was like what I realized in that moment is. Because every time that shit happens and you go that far beyond, like it could be the simplest thing that she already, the casting director, knows a guy called fucking Steve who's auditioned Dude, for her for five projects and she behind. absolutely loves this guy and wants to give him a role. Or Henry Cavill's management said you can have Henry for the main character. However, the buddy character is going to go to our new signing, like so and so. You know what I mean? Dude, you can There's draw so lines. much of it. There's you millions. Can draw a line. So anyway, it could be nothing. It could be something that I couldn't had no control over, which is more than likely. However. I realized in that moment, the only thing that separates fucking people who make it, and by make it, I mean get to a creative place where they can earn a decent living just doing the th- the projects, kind of projects they want to work on, you know? Um, and the, a dog. Unless you do when you're 20 and you just get real fucking lucky. Like something, overnight, something happens, you get discovered, whatever. Unless it's like a kid's success like that. The only people who make it are the ones who just become emotionally like an emotional sponge to soak up rejection people who are that's why so many alcoholics drug addicts um people with shitty relationships with their parents in these entertainment industries 
with so many fucking neurotic problems. And I know why, because they're people who are experts at eating up rejection. Well, I think it's the, in some cases, the stand-up's appealing to a lot of people because there's, uh, you know, there's no, there's no union, there's no screening process, there's no evaluations yeah. or, or no one to complain to. It's no, it's very, a very self, lonely, it's very lonely, yeah. maintained kind of, living organism so you get some nutcases coming through sure and some people that have spikes and you know was it Brody said he had a gun on Twitter at um, a Starbucks there who said that at Brody Stevens no do you remember the story no maybe you weren't here then this is about 10 years so, ago first of all I don't know who Brody Stevens is I'm assuming an American comic out here yeah he was in dumb um, uh, hangover he okay. Was, he was in the police station. He's at the store. He's, he's a great guy. I'm, I'm looking him up. I'm looking him up. I've known him for years, and he's you know I've been on various forms of medication for his you know soul. And uh, oh, I know this guy. Yeah, he told he's tweeted that he had a gun at Starbucks, and the police had come in. He has a great show. Why on, did he do that on HBO Go? Off his meds, uh, you know, being. Uh, di- traveling i think he'd been in ireland at the time and during kilkenny and some just some people you take that fish out of that bowl and not having the chemicals that keep them stable yeah it can be very uh, dramatic so was he actually in starbucks with a gun no but they did show up like he had a gun oh yeah there's a great show it's called uh enjoy it on hbo yeah and he uh zach vacanella Zach Galifianakis. What you said, uh, producer, him and uh, Zach are very close friends. Okay. And he's put Brody in a lot of, kind of what Louis C.K. is with George, or uh, Rick Shapiro. Right, okay, I understand. You know, yeah. that kind yeah, of yeah, relationship. Yeah. So, <clears throat> uh, what were we talking about? Mental illness pills? Mental illness and fucking, what well, oh, just... Oh, just the comedians, you know, look, go to this the store the comedy store and look at the patio there yeah it's a star wars bar a guy, <laughs> a guy was it uh, really is shot and murdered there like a year and a half ago i heard about like, there that. was no there's no uh he got murdered man at the comedy who, club who was it it was a gang related situation he come you know, the front door stairs mm-hmm. there's literally a um a, a little half wall then you walk about four feet to some glass doors and there's about 12 steps they go up into the front part of the club, and a, a guy had come up to the bottom of the stairs and shot the guy at the top of the stairs and ran down the hill and so on and so forth. He bled to death in um, comedian's arms. Wow. Died. So this... That it, comedian got a good bit out of it, though, didn't he? You would think. <laughs> I mean, if someone, I died, if someone died in my arms... I know. I would have kissed him on the forehead and go, welcome to West Hollywood. <laughs> That bullet hole is gonna make a great pocket Shh, pussy. Sleep now, sweet prince. Yeah, mm. exactly. I, just put a little blood I mean, I try my hardest. To, I try my hardest to save them, though. Can you imagine how good that would be? If you you'd be on, you'd be on KTLA the very next morning. Hero comedian yeah. saves young man press. shot great in press. bar. I've been dying. Like I'm, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. There is a little part of me that goes, you know, you what, be a hero. What could be a really? I have a hero complex, not you a god complex. A There's a little part of me that goes. I'm not saying I want gunmen to ever hold up a place that I'm in. I'm just saying 
wouldn't it be fucking dope if it did like that kid in that in that in that chicken spot when the guy right came in with the gun and started firing and the kid was out you want to be Steven Seagal <laughs> and he ran out and fucking just smacked into the guy and knocked into the floor and then the star man's going yeah. and he saved a lot of people's lives just by being brave and I love that I love yeah that. but some people also have a, a a background in you know high stress situations sure you don't really I'm get great too in a crisis, lucky though. you but depending on what crisis someone pulling a gun out in a fucking oh in a, fuck I don't want to think you get shot right in the face <laughs> is that what you reckon you reckon I get shot hello right Gavin bang <laughs> no, uh, Gav, no. yeah but you're a reasonable <laughs> you're a reasonable I'm not going to fucking cook you up some tea am I like oh, hello sir no, let no, me just no. get you a cup of Earl Grey you, what are you doing with that firearm you cheeky devil I say uh, 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 I, sh- I shall have to put you over my knee and show you what's oh, what oh another bullet through the shoulder <laughs> Oh, he got me good, right and proper in the chest. I think that you, I'd fucking come through, bro. I'd fucking, I'd be, I'd be pulling ninja moves. I'd fucking come bursting through the door, ah! screaming, screaming. Going but then straight. you don't know. I'd bite his fucking eyelids off. I'm if I'm gonna take down a fucking <laughs> robber, you best believe my thumbs are going into eye sockets. No, what, what if it's I will one of those fucking rip people. at his penis. I will clutch his cock and balls and snatch it off his body like that Kalima you can't accept with his poof and just both his nuts are in my hand I'm gonna look I'm gonna fucking Shaolin monk his testicles through his piss hole (laughs) fish hook I'm gonna gonna get chopsticks out of a backpack and snatch his fucking scrotum from the inside out it's gonna be amazing it's scary sometimes how fucking terrifying my threats are I know no, the, um, yeah, like, you, there's a lot of stabbings. And how would you deal with this stabbing? And uh, London's getting out of hand. They said the streets are running with blood. Really? A lot of stabbings going on. Mm-hmm. Got to do more stop and searches, don't they, then? I guess. At the tube. And more serious, yeah, more serious, also like more serious um, punishments for, you know, carrying a knife. You carry a knife, you'll see it, you're going. It's just so easy to conceal and, uh, you know, to get rid of. It's a very disposable weapon. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's fucking great, isn't it? You know, I had to take a knife out of my Fuck, car. a knife, a stabbing. I have friends that have been stabbed pretty, you know, Extensively, yeah. Yeah, and... Uh, what do they say it was like? How did it feel? I don't know, but the one guy was in front of a bar, and a guy just went up and just fucking... He's got a zipper all over here. He just messaged me, actually, today. Yeah? Why did he get stabbed? Because normally, normally you don't just get stabbed 16 times in the chest because um, you work. It's an area where that, it's 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 like a heroin uh, area in uh, Vancouver. So you're trying to rob him or? No, but the traffic that comes through there is, is a very crossroads between like very wealthy, you know, the port. Have you been to Vancouver before? Yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful, right? So you get a sense of it. So the Hastings Street area is the heroin district, which right. is they've, since flooded with fentanyl and now are killing off the heroin addicts. So they, they've developed the real estates coming in like this. They literally went in and just murdered people. They're like, well, if we get I'm from, from my friends and people that are, That's uh, what I feel um, that are involved, uh, that have, you know, heroin problems and things like that. They've given me my, uh, their theories and they've introduced uh, something stronger. They're not killing the heroin addicts enough with heroin. So they're giving them fentanyl. So that they can come in and develop the areas and turn it into a profitable area. That's fucking mental. Yeah. So he's told me like... The world is awful. 
Yeah. It's pretty awful. It's it's we're we're it's part of the process of dehumanizing Has it always been ourselves. like this though? Has it always been like this? Because we used to fucking you it's know sit like around this. in giant amphitheaters and watch people get ripped limb from limb by lions. Like we we are a sick race of people. But that you know, look, it's just be, be, people are becoming more conscious. It's become a global consciousness with the internet has sewn everybody up. Yeah. I mean, there are plenty of good things about humanity as well. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Like, we have the capacity I'm very for grateful and happy that I have a, a life in this experience, you know. It's it's uh, nothing to take for granted. So many people have... They just kind of shuffle along and just... They have no vigor or... But on the deathbed, it all comes flooding down. Now that you've been around long enough to have experienced enough of life and how different people live and experience have experiences if you had to be reincarnated as a different life so it could be a all right i'd like to be um a middle eastern warlord i'd like to be a a parisian duke i'd like to be a chimney sweep from london yeah you know I mean? if you could choose know, a life to experience that, what that what life would you want to experience wouldn't really reflect you know i know a lot of uh depressed therapists you yeah. know what I mean? Sure, like, sure, sure. I can't really. If there was a single job or a, a lifestyle that would be the, there's things that I would think I would like to be and do. But all right, I'll tell you uh, what mine is, and you can see if maybe that stimulates. All right, I would have loved to be, um, a sort of 1600s explorer. <laughs> going, <laughs> you're to, halfway there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean. Like that, the only thing that I could think could ever be really truly exciting for a human being, truly exciting, is discovering new places. That's why space travel interests me so much. Why that error though? I because just, the plan. You know what it was? Because it was a lot of like single shot muskets and swords Wait, and going to an island scurvy. and you're like this could be no I, I know all the terrible shit I would have died from w- syphilis scurvy Por- uh, Smith, fucking I went on one of food the boats poisoning whatever with Sean Mio they had a fucking saw on the boat that they cut arms and legs off of and the one guy had a record he'd go through a femur bone and like I don't know it was like 90 seconds yeah sawing and this was the fast guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that could be your day. Yeah. Let's cut to the video of the guy getting his fucking leg sawed out. Yeah. And well, I, obviously, I wouldn't pirates. want the terrible shit to happen to me. I'm just saying that was the period of time I just loved the yeah, idea. Yeah, you can handpick of, the glamorous. Oh fucking! Now, there's no way, fucking pirates. <laughs> pirates. Pirates. Yeah, I would have been a pirate. How fucking dope would that be? A lot of those explorers were pirates. Anyway, you can do that now. What, be a pirate? Yeah, I know, be Somalian. I, I'm not really Somalian looking. Am no, I? no, no. But you can have your own pirate ship. I am ship. the captain now. Yeah, you could be. You'd be a fun. They would love you. You'd have to pick up an <laughs> instrument, the, though. The pirates would love me. Yeah, I think I think they'd be a little fucked off, clearly, due yeah. to the white guy on the boat. Yeah, but I'd be like the token. You don't know none of the language. I'd be the token white guy. But I think you would know, listen, look it. I'm going to be extra cool to these fuckers. And then it's going to come back around. It might take a year. Yeah. And within a year, I end up being the captain. I get so many people inside. See, there There's a fucking this mutiny. This is what's going to keep you out of pirate town. You just be a pirate. Why are you going to be captain pirate? Well, because I'm still flamboyant and no, a performer, then, right? Well, there you go. You don't want to be a pirate. You want to control pirates. Well, can't you do both? No. Because once you're captain, every pirate goes, that's the asshole. You want to be the asshole of assholes? 
Or you're just a really good pirate captain, and they're nah, like, you know what? Nah, nah. We you can't fucking we <laughs> fucking we it's love, called the boss. We love Steve. He's fucking no, great. No, captain no Steve. No one likes the captain. No, he's the boss. Why would you like your boss? Oh, uh, he's, all right. I'll be first mate then. That's a good spot to be. That's pretty good, right? Yeah, you're not going to take the heat, and if fuckhead gets pushed off the boat, mutiny on the bounty. Yeah, you're the guy. You can say, but you it's know, stress. Yeah. Then you've got you're gonna deal with all these fucking guys. Just get a boat. Why'd you got shit on all my dreams? This I'm is not, just I'm just, I'm just saying. If I, I was want a comedian. This is what I wanted to be. I just want you to have some foresight. That <laughs> what about you? Come on, come boat. on. You must have something now. A pirate? Some no, not a pirate. Something that you would like. What, something that you would like to have. If you could live someone else's life, you know what, what would it be? A boy, a uh, baseball player. Oh yeah, yeah. Why? I've never even watched a baseball game. Um. Just because the simplicity of the sport, you know. <laughs> you just want, I want to do sport, but I don't want it to be complicated. No, I it mean, like, to. you don't need a lot of things to do. It's same with, that's why football is such a global phenomenon. Yeah. It's Soccer, religion. football, we're talking about, or American football? Uh, British football. Football. Football, yeah. Fucking football, mate. Yeah, fucking chips, live, eh? <laughs> um, it's the, the stick and the ball. You could draw a diamond and play it. And I never liked sports that you uh, had to be cold. Like hockey was never a thing. Street hockey. Oh, was really? I'm, I want to go and see a hockey game. Have you not because... seen a hockey game? No. Neither have not I. In real life. I really want to go. I, well, when I get, when I finally find out when the fucking whatever they are here in Los Angeles. We have no idea. Oh, no. No, wait. Oh, no. Yeah. I want to go there. Yeah. Well, so, Vegas is always an option too. Vegas would be Vegas great because they just won. New... They won last year. They Did... won the Knights. Yeah, won the won the. We don't even know the dialogue. The NHL. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They won the NHL. Everyone's <laughs> pulling their hair right now. You caught... <laughs> that guy's Canadian. He doesn't even know what the league is. The they're playing. Yeah, they won the the big cup. The Stanley the... Stanley Cup. Is really? it is the, it Stanley that Cup? That was a first franchise. Yeah, and they go all the way to the all cup. the way. They won. Oh, that... Yeah. What a great! Uh, and that was the point. Is that they, yeah, they took up you know all the reserves from everyone else's teams. If the and then these fucking underdogs all became heroes. That's cool though. That was a Rudy. Super cool. That's the American dream. But though. they, I like you know what I like about it is the way they fight. Honestly, like to you know your fucking oh. goons come out and it will be like all right, me and you, let's fucking do it. And they throw off the gloves, they get ready, boom, 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 bang, 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 bang. If someone's helmet comes off or if they hit the ice, then they. That's it. They they stop as soon as someone falls it's down. They stop. And they pick him up. It's like yeah. Yeah. There's there's a. It's there's like pugilism. A, old school pugilism. Do boxer. Yeah. I shall have a band. This is this is the British influence. Yeah. A little back you'll and forth. See, you'll see. You'll see. Noon. Meet our, me outside the grounds. Yeah. It's like in Canada. It's like you want to fight. We'll yeah. fight. And then there's a fight. Yeah, and it kind of goes nowhere. That's and they apologize it. to each other, and they yeah. Go and home. When the good, the good, the guys that know really how to fight, yeah, it's the scared, unexperienced fighters that end up into like, I'm going to kill you, because experienced fighters know what consequences. I've seen how loud you look on the mic. You're so far away from the microphone. I think this whole podcast. Carry on. Hello. <sighs> oh, it's better now. I was just watching because I've had a stroke. I realized it was going to be like. A whole podcast of me leaning into the microphone being very No, loud. I've been coming in and out being for quiet. effect. Okay. Um, carry on. Um, baseball player. Hockey. Yeah. Well, you're going to be a baseball player because you like a sim- simplistic element. I like, you like, I like Canada because you still have the British influence where you fight, honestly, just fisticuffs out That's the where you see the Canadians. You never really see in a, a very... There's even, no knives. Even, There's no guns. No one pulls a gun out. No, and it's not a mean... 
uh, it's rooted in sport and and um, like gladiator shit, like warrior shit. Yeah, you got an armor, and we're also trying to complete these tasks to get this result, so we can be the hold this golden fleece yeah. over our heads. And um, there's going to be some pushing and shoving. Yeah, are we all cool with a little pushing and shoving? Okay, we'll punch. I can take a punch in the face. Can you take? Actually, all of us can take punches in the faces, and no one's getting sued. Can we all agree on that? Great. Okay, what about kick to the faces? No one's kicking anybody in the face with a skate. Yeah, is there any ever been? I don't think ever. I don't know. I don't even know the sport well enough to comment on it. I doubt. I doubt. I don't think I've anyone's never, ever. I'm completely ill-informed in and describing the. Uh, I doubt anyone's done it. I'm going to Google it. Has no any, anyone in NHL the country would shut down if a Canadian kicked another guy? The fucking he would shit. As a weapon, there you go. A skate, a skate was drawn across the guy's neck by an accident. He oh, bled out. Oh, shit. This is the face of a hockey player as a skate slices through his Achilles tendon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. That was... The, he poured blood. Like, he almost died. But that was an accident. And the neck, too. Oh, God. Yeah, it's hard to jack off to, but I am Canadian. <laughs> So those are actually, oh, but there's no malicious. I like you leave it. You give you, you lull me into a full sense of security. We go down a little tangent, talk about pirates and yeah. and you know good you old sporting pugilism for a little while. And I pushed you in the and river. And then you sneak up on me after a few few fucking minutes of that and it's drop the, uh, a hard to jack off to watching a guy's Achilles tendon bleed out. <laughs> Sounds gross when you say it. Yeah, it's that my friend calls it the imp of the perverse. The imp of the perverse. Imp, imp of the perverse. It's a uh, where you're kind of. What you mean, like the little perverse voice inside your head going, mm, "Say yeah, this, do 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 something destructive and disruptive, yeah. antisocial behavior for the most part, for mostly for entertainment purposes." Has that ever got you into trouble off stage? Being that guy, being the provocative being an imp, imp of the perverse. Well, I've oh yeah, I had like some death threats, and um, I had the police had to come to a show in my hometown actually, and search this kid who they said he had a gun, but uh, it was just a jar with a dead rat in it. This uh, gentleman had been sending me letters. What? I get death threats like about twice a year. Are you fucking serious? Mm. From various places. Who have you upset enough that they send you death threats? These are, and I, I realize because usually um, are these like super fans, like weird super. Um, fans? Yeah, yeah, no, I don't even call them super fans. These are people who, with obsessive dispositions and that have gone over everything I've put on the internet and described it in great detail and painted pictures in some cases and drawn all these. You can clearly see there's some uh, a mental. Uh, issue there so at least you got options for dating I had a mate date one of my stalkers and he ended up and his, I had his hands around her neck he goes I, I had a strangler today she attacked me what? <laughs> yeah. you hooked one of your mates up with a girl who I didn't hook her up you. he goes I go listen dude I'm like cause she was very attractive she's a good looking girl and, but fucking uh, mental but mental so she, 
he goes, do you mind if I fuck? I go, listen, I go, dude, I know insane. Okay, there's been this dialogue. This is not a person that you want to gravitate towards. It's, yeah. It's oh, okay. So you, did, you were trying to turn him off. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he I did said, it anyway. He did it as a as a polite gesture to ask if I was interested, and I was like, dude, sure. I haven't. I saw her when and I then walked how, by. How did he end up with his hands around her throat? They got in some sort of argument in a parking lot. She had attacked him, and uh, and he's not a physical person at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as a defense, she was clawing at his face. He had to grab her by the neck and push her away. Wow. Yeah. Are they still together? No, but he said they were uh, they were together for a while. I don't know how they lasted. Like about three months or something like that. Something that I suspect. Did you ever go around to have dinner at their house? No, fuck no. See, because that'd I don't be weird. I talk to him anymore. Yeah, I'm talking. I don't. I don't need amateur night around me. Yeah, with with people that are. I had a lot of best friends inverted quotation marks who ended up fucking like ex chicks and always like crazy old but crazy hot. Yeah, and I and they go, oh man, do you mind if I go? I mean, you go ahead and do it, man, but she's like fucking nasty. Oh, I've done nuts, that multiple so. times. And yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it will be the end so of our friendship probably. It's going to be like, like, I'll and fix go, it. Oh, yeah, it's all right. It's all good. And then six months later, I'm like, oh, all right. No, we're not friends anymore. What a surprise. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a. Uh, I don't understand this. There's, there's, there's 3.5 billion people of, you know, on the planet that might be the opposite gender or whatever you're into. Lazy. You, know, you don't have to fuck the one that, you know, Cause me immense stress or pain a month ago. I know, ago. I know. That's you know what I mean? Order. That's so weird. A lot, uh, I I have a rule. I don't. Uh, I date my friends' sisters or ex girlfriends. Yeah, but mums. I don't like old bitches. No, no. Look at what? What? But you're, <laughs> you're forty-seven. You're already old. I I don't date women over thirty. Really? No. That's why I'm single. Wow. Who would date? I've seen, I've tried, I've tried, I've looked so hard at these pictures. What's the oldest woman you've ever been intimate with? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh. No, when I was younger, in my 20s, like a lot of young men in their 20s, dating a woman in their 30s sure. is kind of fun and, and vice versa. Yeah, because they know what they want sexually, sexually there's compatible. good energy there. Yeah, she knows yeah. the guy's useless. Yeah, yeah. Except to fuck and maybe show up. Oh, I had some great sex with 30-year-olds yeah, when I was 20. fucking all good at that time in my life. Yeah. You know, but um, there's, listen, and out of respect for women over their 30s is why I don't date them because there's no reason for it. Yeah. There's no reason for You don't want to, yeah. I'm not your fuck kid. I'm not your kid fuck. No. I can't do it. You don't want kids ever? No. Never. Are you crying? I'm kind of upset about it. No, no, <laughs> no. There's no... I feel like you'd be such a good father. Listen, I try. I, I, have, I have a couple of nieces and some, you know, young comedians. Some kids that tied I up in your basement. and I, I don't have a basement. You can't have a basement in California. Oh, that's true. Because it will... Come in with an earthquake or yeah. fill up with water. We'll see what comes first. A tsunami there. A tsunami everywhere. Are we going to face a tsunami? Is that what's going to happen? Oh, I don't know. I thought there was going to be a huge earthquake here in California at some point. Have you been here soon. for one? I have. Uh, I mean, apparently I have had one here in the last year, but I mm. didn't feel anything. There's a little thing. Like the first year I moved here, which is just over 10 years ago now. And I remember on the couch, it felt like someone was 
pushing on the couch. And I sit up and I was like, dude, am I fucking tripping? <laughs> and then I went back to sleep because it yeah. was so, it was like almost like a, like a, a, a the hand of God just giving me a little go to sleep, little baby. Yeah, yeah. And I, because, and then I've seen in the social media people posting various things of it. That must have been quite a big was, one for that to. To get a little shake. I don't know what the status that is. This is ten years ago, so you can Google. What was it, it on the Richter scale? Yeah, I don't know what it was on a Richter scale, but I did Google some of the previous earthquakes and looked at scale destruction. And uh, you we, did your we research, far, man. I looked at YouTube. It's it's a great uh, tool to get those bits oh, of information. If you're amazing. a very visual learner like I am, I I really love get a lot of YouTube. Of it. Yeah. Pull out snippets of information. The impartial nature of YouTube. It's always good for news. Yeah, the commercials are killing me. Oh, I don't watch any news. Do Um, you watch news? I don't. So wait, so you had this earthquake. How the fuck did I get onto the earthquake? Oh, no. So we're apparently overdue some huge earthquake Mm. that's going to cause a huge tsunami to hit the fucking coast. And that's going to happen soon. We go, you can come up to Vancouver and hang out with me until the shit clears out. Yeah, I need to know when that's going to happen. When When was the last time you were in Vancouver? Oh, I don't know, man. Not for a long time. Years? Yeah, years. 100%. 100% years ago. More than five? I was, yeah, yeah. Probably. Really? Yeah, yeah. I went there probably as a kid and I went there once. You're shit now. Old, that right. city is huge now. Really? It's it, the construction. You would, you honestly, if you fly in during the day and see the skyline, you'd be like, what? It's just a huge city now, is it? Sprawling. Just concrete. It's all concrete and green glass. And well, that's there you why, go. You could do the glass for the buildings. No, not those big, not that big industrial glass. Hey, man, we all got to start somewhere before we can follow our dreams. I know you want to do stained glass, but I just want to make birdhouses and shit. <laughs> fucking cry in the woods. You just want an Etsy account. You can get an Etsy account. You can do that already. I, I don't know. What can I sell on Etsy though? Um, you could like sell personalized. That's a lady. Horrendous that's a lady voicemails. thing. I've been on Etsy. Like you phone up their friends and just say like. Oh, I'm going to fucking cut your head off and then fuck your neck stump. I'll just leave a voice message so they can call me. Yeah. The suicide, not prevention. What's the opposite of prevention? <sighs> encouragement line. Suicide encouragement line. Oh my God. <laughs> I can do that. I, think I got a PayPal account. I think that's probably the worst thing anyone's ever going to say on this podcast. Yeah. A suicide encouragement. I, owe, I encourage it. You know, some of my closest friends have, killed themselves and I wish one day I have the strength to, to cross that threshold when it's time because uh, there is no way that I'm going to make it to uh, a retirement home well maybe you won't end up in a retirement home maybe you'll end up in a normal home the one that you want and you'll be super <laughs> you said old that like, I don't want my best buddy to hang himself <laughs> yeah, well don't hang yourself but, I mean I, I've got friends who commit suicide as well and we, having suffered from depression my entire life I, I understand mm. those feelings it's very sad there's a whole generation now. We've been going for quite a while, by the way, but we, we'll, we'll wrap it up in a minute. I'm enjoying conversing. It's good. Sure. Um, I feel like there's so... Not just because we have the ways and means to share that information a lot more readily so we're aware of more suicides and we understand depression and anxiety more than we ever have, probably, so we, we have... A, there's information. However, I do think there's a massive rise in young people killing themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no chance of of being anything now like owning anything 
having any purpose beyond the short period you have here. And I think it's quite a lonely and depressing world for young people to be a part of, you know? So there's this whole millennial generation pretending like they're having the time of their fucking lives. Look, I got a brand new pair of Yeezys. Look, I got a brand new iPhone 10. Look, I got, went away on holiday with my friends this weekend. But they don't, they'll never own homes. Their rent's so high. The cost of living is so high. They have these things that are going to be out of fashion in a month's time. And it's, it's all bullshit on itself. social media. But we never had we never had this false pretense that Didn't the, you you're an educated man. Yeah. What was the history of the decadence of the Greeks? Didn't they have like bins that they puked in and stuff? Go to the garbage can at Denny's and look how much food is in the trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. And there's twelve people out there picking scabs off their face. Yeah. And there's thousands of dollars worth of food on a daily basis. Oh, tossed, tossed out everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. Yeah. And they're locked containers that they can't pick through. Yeah. And so I don't know what more of a bell you want to ring. These clearly these people don't have voices and they're just left as rodents. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm only saying that because my neighborhood's got some pretty there's been a guy in a wheelchair sitting in his own piss and blood for about three months in the sun with various food items rotting around him and clearly he's he knows the game as much as it's horrible to see a human being in that situation he is uh and you know from experience and just talking to people to to look as most painful as possible is going to generate more money so he's got a great framework for um people putting 100 to 1000 bucks in his pocket really you know and there's some people that really uh, abuse that. There was a woman in Toronto that spent years on the same corner, and she had this kind of Parkinson's shaking thing. She was a heavier Eastern European lady that would twitch and 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 had to fucking dude. As far as like a, a class street performance, yeah, this was some Jedi shit. Yeah. Like in the rain on a car piece of cardboard with a money thing in front of her, and then her son's van would pull up. And she'd hop in the van. They go to their nice house, three hundred thousand dollar home, in the suburbs. Yeah. But she'd been doing this for decades. Anyway, this is old news, but <clears throat> it gets into that, you know, that a performance. Can you imagine that? That's a gig. That's a hard gig. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, a gig. hard room, it's, man. It's street theater. What were they like? Oh, I mean, pretty. Do you have those, pretty rough crowd today? I, you know how many bums go back to their squats and smoke rock and have the same conversations that comedians have? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, they were crazy today. Yeah, man. like they have bad days on the street. Yeah, on top of the worst days of their what life. We're basically saying as comedians, we're just we're basically less successful homeless people. Somebody should set an app where you can book. You get an app that gives you a list of homeless people and. You help navigate their panhandling through uh, an application like Uber, where you can set them to go up. Certain guys have some that don't get along with each other, or different mental illnesses that don't. These guys never are going to meet schizophrenic, and uh, you know Peter Parkinson's over here. They have uh, an old beef that goes back, so they yeah. can't work the same corner. So you get the they sign on. Uh, they got no banks. Yeah, this is flawed. This meeting's going <laughs> terrible, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, because up until that point, this I was this was the soundest idea I've ever fucking you heard. You're patronizing. This is me. Dragon's Den. We're all, we're all sitting here ready to drop a million each. Are we recording? Up until that point, I can't believe. <laughs> all right, it sounded good in the beginning. But uh, what's the weed sponsor again? <laughs> weed sponsor, Boundless Tech. Boundless you know Tech. Yeah, we're gonna have to do a part three of this at some point. I feel like we should just never meet. 
Unless we're recording the conversation. Well, the problem is, is that we have so much mindless horseshit that we have to the dialogue through the general public that we deal with in this city. Yeah, it's so unfulfilling. Yeah. You feel empty at every turn. Yeah, that there's like oh, so you fuck. have to dive in so deep when you do have a chance to have a conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, I corner other Canadians that just get out the boat before they get tainted by everything. I mean, hey, yeah, what's it like in Saskatoon? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Tell me about the other side. So, but it's only because it, I'm here for long periods of time in that condition so I have to kind of when you get the bends when you come up too early mm-hmm. um, you kind of get the bends on the plate I, I fly into outside of the country I have a, a borderline panic attack and really of just off of trying to retool myself well because you so know I don't you're going to be like, performing when you get there no nah, just try not to be an asshole I, you, you inherit you, you know, get yourself of, work yourself up into a, an anxious state because I don't want to be a, you a, don't a want to be an asshole become what I hate yeah. which is the majority of the people here yeah yeah and that's not that's nothing personal it's it's put up for me to have something to push against yeah it's you're right and there's a, I mean, this podcast has been about because God trying, will only trying take to be you as, so far and when also like I feel like you know I told we talked about this and we talked about how it affects our comedy a little bit on your podcast but the idea that to try and be genuine in everything that I do, yeah, that's quite hard in this place. People yeah, don't. I people know. don't necessarily want genuine. They don't want but genuine on their if, social media apps. They don't want genuine no. in their conversations. They that's don't want their, genuine. Their problem. And so basically, what we've wrapped this this conversation, this podcast up with, is the fact that that woman who wasn't pregnant that you called fat in Nottingham, you were doing her a service because you were giving her the honesty she deserved. Yeah. You're welcome, Fatty. And, and you know what? She wasn't fucked off. Her she face was... She wasn't angry. What? But everyone behind her couldn't see that... She we, was all right. We already had a bit of an eye contact yeah, and rapport. And I wasn't like... She was there. You. She did the eating. So she, fat. She, she was there for dun, the... Dun, 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 dun. It was a beat. Yeah. So she's fucking fat. Who cares? I don't even know what the guy's name was. <laughs> well, actually, see, uh, I didn't want to... Do it at the beginning of the podcast. We're going to do it at the end. Um, she's flown here all the way from Nottingham. Oh, come in, Susan Sarah. Boyle. In she comes, Susan Boyle. Man, what are you shit about me? Call me fat. You remember that? Shit in a bucket. Well, guess what? I've lost all the weight, and I'm here Dude. to tell you that I love you, Jason Rouse. I love you. She was just bulbous. In the middle. Maybe she just had backed up. Like, her intestine was backed up. You know, there was this guy in India. They pulled his intestine. They had to remove a section of his intestine because something was blocking. Like, he had Worms. nodules that were blocking it. And it, he had about fucking 12 pounds of shit in his intestine. Old, like... Hard as a rock poop, stool. like stool. All backed up. And they removed it all. And the guy literally went from having this bulbous big belly to just, like, flat belly. Because they're carrying be that stretcher. hole around. Can you imagine? See, I'm very sensitive. For years, to food. he'd had all this shit in his intestine. <sighs> Makes me want to get a colonic. But you know what? You run a blood test on this motherfucker, and yeah. he's healthier than everybody. Healthier. The 87 year old guy with nine cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. There's that's this is the mystery of the human fucking condition is that. The guy with the... T- oh, look at how gross that guy. Indian guy, his toenails are six feet long and yeah. they're in curls. He's never cut them for 50 but years. that's dedication. He's 130. Yeah. And he's laughing his ass off. That's making it. Yeah. Yellow, long yellow Freddy Krueger feet. That's a my hero. Yeah. Johnny Cash is dead. <laughs> 
Okay, it's the guy who plays flamenco guitar with his feet. <laughs> with his fucking feet from three feet away yeah. from the instrument. Ring, ding, ding, ding. And six other instruments. <laughs> yeah, oh, that guy's God. a legend. That guy's a legend. Well, hopefully um, we'll get to meet him one day in person. Yeah. That's what we should do. We should do a weird and wonderful oh. tour. We go and meet the weirdest people in the world. Oh, you would push me into his toenails and cut oh, my I face would. or something. Yeah, yeah. Rouse. Ah! No, I'd, I'd ask him if he'd let you paint his toenails. I think that'd be the, that'd be the experience. I have to go to a car body shop or something, get them all bonded up. That's a lot of. Yeah. You could do it with a roller, actually. Yeah. It's the zigzag, but then you got to go to a blacksmith, like the place that does horseshoes, to shuck all that fucking horse shit out from underneath the nail and the cute. Can you imagine the pedicure just at the base of the nail? Yeah. That guy hasn't cut his toenails in thirty. Oh, he's gonna have years. a little bit of hards. Hard skin going on. Maybe oh, a few bunions. The smell. The smell. They're thinking, making Parmesan cheese That's off That's how I feel heel. when I see like Latin chicks out here in, in, in LA with their long nails and they can't I type like on their phone. They have to use a pen to... And yeah. I, sometimes you catch a quick glimpse of the underside of the nail and you're like, oh my God. That's all on. shit. That's fucking shit. That's all it's, shit. It's, it's actually horse manure. It's, it's, horse it's, actually, it's actual you horse manure. You got horse manure. shit on your nails. It's like... Yeah, dirty it's nails like a are bad. Horse's shoe. I keep it's my relatively short. Yeah, me too. And tidy. Look, my nails are always very neat. Yeah, I like a, a, very, very a tidy nail. It's a sign. Some people <laughs> just have like now my. Feet... Some people have horse shit underneath their gigantic toenails, and that's something we have to accept about the world. Oh, Jason, I feel like that's you know a suitably fucking weird place to wrap it up. Yeah. Let's do that. Well, um, you know, I'm back in January. Yeah, we're going to do Can part I plug three. some shows? Yeah, that's what I was about to ask you. Is uh, First of all, everyone should listen uh, to your podcast, which they yeah. can find on all like iTunes, SoundCloud. Thank you for being on that, by the way. It was it was nice. There was a long gap between. I'm like, who the fuck can I hold an hour with? Perfect. Like, it was great. Great, great fun. It's a really good episode. You should listen to it mm. as a precursor for this one. It's called Jason Rouse's Safe Word. So make sure you check it out on iTunes, SoundCloud whatever podcasting sites you use. And then you've got shows coming up. You're doing a tour, right? I'm doing a tour. I'm going to go uh, and do some shows in Ontario, like Toronto. I'm going up to the Yukon, the White Horse. Okay. Some places in Norway. What dates are these? When, when are we talking? Do you know? They're, um, do, can I do the dates? Yeah, yeah. I, know, like, I mean, are we kicking off in a, in a week's time or a couple of weeks? Because you're leaving on Wednesday. I leave on Wednesday. I'm actually going to do a film. Um, I'm doing a movie in, in Canada called Spare Parts and um, I play a serial killer in this film and uh, I leave on Wednesday actually or Tuesday night and then uh, we start filming but I have a bunch of stand-up dates so if you're in the, I know this 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 probably this conversation has been a little misleading because my comedy is not as is anyway it's a lot of uh, a lot to take but um, yeah I got a bunch of dates if I can just get something to load up here it will, oh, is it uh, October? Are we going? Yeah, it's. Um, if I'm, you're heading off on Wednesday, yeah, you're it, performing next weekend, twenty eighth, maybe Friday. I'm 28th. in um, at Yuck Yucks in Canada, in Ontario, like Hamilton, uh, Toronto, some gigs in Norway, uh, Sweden. But this is stand up is November and um, December. They should look at your Instagram page as well, which is what Jason Rouse six six six. Yes. So if they just search Jason Rouse, that's R O U S E six 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 on Instagram, you're pretty good at throwing up the the dates you've got coming up on there. I've noticed you putting. I'm thinking about using that as my headshot. Pictures. Oh my god! This is piss whiskers. That's a horrendous it's gaping. It's a golf bag. Is that a horrendous gaping anus or vagina? I can't really work it. I can't work out. What what on earth is that? Oh, it's, it's a, a cunt. Really... It's a cunt. Not an asshole. 
That's like really open. It's a golf bag. That's really open. <laughs> what, what an interesting shot. Okay. Well, thanks for showing me that. Guys, check out Jason Ralph 666 on Instagram. <laughs> check out the safe word and head to his website yeah. to have a look at all the dates he's got coming yeah, up. Yeah, thank the, you. In the Canada and also uh-huh. Norway and other American countries. Thanks, man. Thank you for having me on the show. Thanks for being here. See you later, savages. Yeah.